0: Hello, and welcome to American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Foster Brown. What's the least favorite part of a trip? I bet that no matter where you're headed or how long the trip is, the least pleasant aspect of the journey is driving at night. Signs are harder to read, the fellow coming at you won't dim his headlights, and there's always the concern that something will dart out in front of you, particularly on winding rural roads. Of course, you could decide to drive only in the daytime, but for most of us, that isn't a reasonable option. Fortunately, my guest, Dr. Christina Schneider, the Senior Director of Medical Affairs for Johnson & Johnson Vision Care, has great advice that will help you keep trucking through the darkest night safely. Stay right here for her pearls of wisdom next. By the way, if you enjoy our podcast, be sure to preview our digital edition of the magazine at AmericanRoadMagazine.com. Now here's a word about a colorful celebration going on right now in Louisiana. Louisiana wants to know, what are you passionate about? Streetcar rides, Natchitoches meat pies, a big mouth bass on the end of my line. Mardi Gras Indians, crawfish pies,
1: art being created right before your eyes. Louisiana, pick your passion. This November, experience Louisiana art, music, food, and architecture
0: at Louisiana Main to Main, a cultural road show. For a calendar of events in Louisiana Main Street communities, visit louisianamaintomain.org. Welcome to another edition of American Road Trip Talk. My name is Foster Brown, and I'm delighted to have somebody with us today who I hope will be a big help to all of us wherever we're traveling. I'm talking about Dr. Christina Schneider. Who is the Senior Director of Medical Affairs for Johnson & Johnson Vision Care Incorporated. And Dr. Schneider, welcome to American Road Trip Talk.
1: It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. It's a delight to have you on the air with us here. I- We're talking today about something that has an impact on all of us, young or old, whatever, and that is night vision or night driving. Why don't you help us just fill us in a little bit about some of the issues behind night driving that people may not be aware of.
1: I think most people have experienced themselves that it's always more difficult at night, and there are a lot of statistics that tell us that this is really a major issue. AccuV brand contact lenses did a, a survey a number of years ago looking for road and travel magazine, and they found that nearly one in three drivers say that they have difficulty seeing either all or most of the time while they're driving. Um, we also know that the per-mile crash rates for teenagers are is three times higher after 9 o'clock than during the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even though only about a quarter of our travel happens during hours of darkness, we have about 49% of fatal crashes occurring. So there's lots of evidence to say that night driving is different from daytime driving.
0: Now, you mentioned teenagers in that. I mean, could that be a a factor of this? They're less experienced drivers and, you know, tend to take more risks in general?
1: It it can be, but the results are also reflected in other age populations as well. So, you know, teenagers have probably additional risk factors. But the night driving issue is, is very pervasive when you look at all of the accident and uh, fatality statistics.
0: Does the issue get to be uh, more acute as you grow older?
1: Yes, and that's one of the many sad things about aging, I think. Um, <laughs> so there are some problems just at, at night generally. Um, we, we have very, very sharp vision only in the very, very center of our eye. So it you have to be focused extremely well to have, have very sharp vision. And at nighttime, we, re, we don't really see colors in the same way. And mm-hmm. and our peripheral vision, which is mostly responsible for motion, and black and white vision is, is much more important. And so the way we react is quite different at night. As you get older, your pupils get smaller. We start seeing a few changes in the lens inside the eye that, mm-hmm. that ultimately become cataracts. And that changes the amount of light that we receive, and older drivers have a lot less light coming into their eyes, and also those changes in the lens cause light to scatter a lot more. So glare can be very important, especially as we get older. Um, People who have the intraocular lenses, after they've had cataract surgery, some of those can cause a lot more um, reflections and scatter in the eye. Oh, okay. And then the last problem for elderly drivers or older drivers, really anyone over about mid-40s, is you really need a a different lens to see up close. So looking from the dashboard or a GPS back to the road becomes more and more difficult with age. Ah. So those are both general and specific problems Mm -hmm. that can affect drivers Mm -hmm. over the age of 40.
0: Tell me again about that, peripheral vision. What's the significance of that in terms of night driving?
1: Well, the way the eye is set up, when you see straight ahead, you can see colors and very, very sharp details. When you're the the rest of your eye is mainly detecting motion. So at night, uh-huh. when we don't have a lot of light, um we see very clearly straight ahead, but it's even more important for you to be focused exactly on the object that you're looking for. Um, things off to the side at night won't have color because mm. we're not able to use um, the the same amount of light to see as we do during the daytime. So you don't see things as easily coming from the side and you you really don't get the full set of information that you would get if you were driving during the daytime.
0: Now, does this include people who would, you know, already have, let's say, corrective lenses on? I, I for instance, have the progressive lenses. Progressive you lenses, know, that, yeah. That start from the top and go to the bottom, and they have distance and then mid-range and, and closer. Is that enough protection for me when I'm going out at night, or should I be thinking of other things that I need to do?
1: Yeah, there's. Well, the first thing is to make sure that your prescription is the very best that it can be. So, see an eye doctor. Make sure that you've told him or her any specific issues you have at night. Um, There's a specific problem called night myopia, which basically just means that that even though you're not really nearsighted, your eyes at night tend to pull in a little bit, Mm -hmm. so it makes you feel like you're nearsighted, and it's because the eye doesn't really have anything to grab onto, so it may revert back to what you can see, which could be raindrops on the windshield, um, could be, you know, little bits of bug splat that's on the windshield, uh-huh. so you're, you're not really focusing on the scene, your eyes have kind of pulled in a little bit.
0: Oh, I see. They're not, they're not catching the important things at night, which certainly are the things that are in the distance, and especially the near right. distance. Uh-huh. And for some
1: people, they may need, they actually may need a separate driving prescription. Those kinds of things are important to discuss with the doctor.
0: One other issue I understand, doctor, is that uh, his reaction time is affected at night as well.
1: Right. Because you have less light and, and your focus is usually not quite as sharp as it is during the daytime, you really need to allow more time. So that's driving slowly, a little bit more slowly, or just, just attending more because it takes quite a bit longer at night to react to to things than during the daytime. So slow down, um, pay attention, and some of the other things that, that we discussed about keeping your eyes moist, right. keeping your lenses clean, those will help mm-hmm avoid accidents and close calls.
0: We're talking, by the way, with Dr. Christina Schneider, who is the Senior Director of Medical Affairs for Johnson & Johnson Vision Care. When you're talking about a a special set of glasses for night vision, how do I know when I need that kind of thing?
1: If you if you have very consistent problems that are worse at night, that's that's a good sign. So okay. you see really well during daytime, but you're just you're finding things aren't as clear or you don't react as quickly as, at night. And so that's a conversation you can have. And you gave the example of progressive progressive spectacles. Yeah, right. So mo- most people have those prescribed if you're an office worker. There are certain designs that they kind of balance the distance and the near portions of a lens. The doctor may decide that for night driving that they need to change you to a design where distance is more of the lens mm-hmm. and then less of the lens is for near, whereas for an office worker, you could pick a design that's kind of upside down from that.
0: I see. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, for instance, I work on a computer a lot, which means that I, that mid-range vision is very important to me. And as a matter of fact, i got new glasses. I'm having trouble because they don't give me enough of that mid-range. What you're saying is for night, we may actually need another prescription that gives us a little different proportion, which would be better distance as well as that mid-range and close-up.
1: Exactly, and you know, there's there's so many options out now. Um, the the spectacle lens, the glasses lens companies make you know all these different designs that change the balance between distance, intermediate, near. You can get special coatings on, which like an anti-reflection coating mm-hmm. for, for night is great because it takes away a lot of the glare and flare oh. from headlights. Okay. They make polarized lenses that, that help take away reflections off of flat surfaces. So if you're seeing reflections on your windscreen or your windshield, polarized lenses will help with that.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. They have
1: lenses that change from light to dark, which can be very helpful, especially in that dusk period when, when mm. the light's changing. And then if the patient's wearing contact lenses, what you find is anytime you, you attend, you're concentrating, you tend to blink less. So contact lenses can dry out, and there are new designs now that, that have extra moisture ingredients. And for people who have astigmatism, which means that you have you really have a more complicated prescription, in contact lenses, people may do fine during the day, but they find when they're driving at night they really need that precise correction. So, for example, Acuvue brand Contact Lenses, which is a company that I work for, mm-hmm. make a lens that combines this moisture technology with some really advanced engineering around making sure that the lens stays in the right location so that when you blink and move your eyes, you still have crisp vision. Doctor, so Contact Lenses mm-hmm. and Glasses both have lots of choices and lots of options your doctor can discuss with you.
0: Uh, school us a little bit more on maybe what the benefits are for an older person using Contact Lenses versus spectacles, if you will.
1: For me, and I'm I'm also um, I'm getting up into the senior category as well. And, but I've been a contact lens wearer my whole life, and what I enjoy really is the freedom of not having to worry about raindrops on my glasses. You have a much wider field of view, so there are lots of um, activity-related benefits with contact lenses for people over forty. You have to squeeze a lot of of different optics, um, different descriptions into one small lens. Mm So just like I I talked to you about with your glasses, we can do the same thing with contact lenses. You may wear one pair of contact lenses for your office and and reading at home. You may want to put a different pair of lenses on at night while you're driving that Mm -hmm. that give a little bit sharper image. Mm -hmm. And with daily disposable contact lenses, which are available from several manufacturers, It's actually affordable now to wear a lens part-time and just throw it away the the day you wear it or to switch between two different pairs of Mm. lenses in one day.
0: For people who don't want necessarily to change contacts, let's say they're on a long trip and they don't want the fuss of having to change them, um, you mentioned something about hydrating before. Are there other things they can do to help improve night vision if they've got the same contact prescription in or glasses?
1: Yes. So, you know, the, the, the most important thing, is a very silly thing, is just blinking. The, ah. This whole attending and, and when you're watching movies, when you're driving, anything where you're concentrating, you tend not to blink. So just making yourself blink more often, that'll keep the surface of your eye and or the contact lens wet. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it right. it wet. Especially, you know, you have you have the heater blowing in the winter, you've got the air conditioning uh-huh. blowing in the summertime, yeah. your eyes are going to be drier in a, in that environment anyway. So blinking is really the simplest thing you can do. Keeping your glasses and your contact lenses clean, mm-hmm. and again, at night, every every little bit of extra distraction is dangerous. Right. Good health, good care of lenses and glasses can really help a lot.
0: Dr. I want to thank you so much for all of the great advice that you've given us here. Dr. Christina Schneider who is a senior director of medical affairs for Johnson & Johnson Vision Care has been with us. Dr. I understand that there is a regular uh, podcast that is put out that you can tell us about that people might want to check into as well.
1: Yes, there's it's called Healthy Vision with Dr. Val Jones. And she discusses lots of topics, but there's one right now because of the, the change in time um, and with daylight savings time changing. And it, it's present on blogtalkradio.com slash vision and it goes into a lot more detail than we've gone into today about some of the issues and solutions for people who are driving at night.
0: Excellent. All right. We will list that, by the way, folks, with the notes to our uh, podcast here so that you can see that as well if you didn't catch that. Thank you again, Doctor, for being with us and for giving us some great tips. I know that this will go a long way to helping people who are planning trips or uh, are out on the road and enjoy, as many of our listeners and uh, our readers do, taking long trips and Certainly, driving a lot at night as well. Thank you again for being with us here on American Road Trip Talk.
1: I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much.
0: I hope you enjoyed this American Road Trip Talk. If you did, then you're the kind of person who should subscribe to the digital edition of our American Road magazine. You just go to AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on our Preview Our Magazine tag. You'll get a nice sample of the digital layout and the opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, you'll also be able to check out our blogs, trip suggestions, special deals, sweepstakes, and much more. You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Till we meet again on the American Road for another Trip Talk, this is your host, Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.